something that I fully believe in is that we are so similar to the successful people out there. The difference between them and the general public is the fact that they did it is they went out and they figured out how to do it and they freaking put the bet on themselves and they did it. So this is what I'm going to talk about. I'm essentially, I just bullet pointed all these notes whilst I was watching the concert. And I thought I'm just going to go through and like talk as I read them out and just kind of like share with you why I feel like Taylor is such an insane success. Because if you have the same drive, the same hunger, you want to be ultra successful one day, if you take the things that I talk about today and apply them, you will also be very successful. So let's get into it today. Welcome to Lashy Hour. I'm Lizzie, your host, a retired cocktail waitress now running multiple businesses. My mission is to stop you from playing small and help you build the life that you've been dreaming of by teaching you everything that I've learned. Consider me the lash sister you never knew you needed. Expect lots of tea spilling and martini shaking on all of the juiciest tips, tricks, and industry secrets. Hey babe, happy Friday. Welcome back to Lashy Hour if you are new. Hello, hi, my name is Lizzie and I'm your host. Jump scare, if you're on YouTube, we're dressed for Halloween. I got super inspired by one of my favorite podcasts. It's called The Girls' Bathroom. They went 10 out of 10, okay? They went dressed as Shrek and Fiona. Listen, I wasn't about to paint my whole body green, but Shrek is one of my absolute favorite movies. But here I am. I thought why not? I, I'm recording this Saturday before Halloween. So like, I'm like five days ahead of when you're actually listening. And we have a few parties tonight. And I was like, why not get dressed up for Halloween first, and then come on to the channel. So here I am today in true lashy hour fashion, actually, we have a cheeky little cocktail. So cheers to that first, because I need it. Like, if you see me right now, I'm not the cute costume, okay? For those that are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, your girl's men in black. I am a men in I made this. Do you see this? I made my own badge because I don't have a gun. I have nothing that I can run around with. So I needed a badge so that people understood that my black and white outfit and my slick back hair is because I'm men in black. My fiance is going as an alien. Like, you know, those blow up costumes that have, it looks like the person's running away and the aliens like grabbing them from behind. Well, that's what he's going as. And I thought, you know what? I just want to go with something simple. So I'm dressed as Men in Black. I really thought it would be a little bit cuter than what it is, but I am like giving Men in Black. So I hope that I can make it cute with like my little skirt. Um, yeah, that's about it. Honestly, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, hello, welcome. I This is not my natural hair grease. I have put so much gel in this hair. And before I leave, I think I need to put like a whole can of hairspray in it to hold it this way. But I thought this would be fun. I don't take myself too seriously. I do sometimes because I'm a sensitive Sally. But today, no, I said, let's go for a laugh. I can't believe I'm going to sit here for like 30 whole minutes and record an episode like this. But I thought it would be funny and give you a laugh and something different. Like, like I said last week, I'm going to try and put myself together for the episodes on YouTube. Okay. But today I thought, why not? So today's episode, again, kind of inspired because I feel like there's going to be a lot of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey tonight. A lot of them, just like there's gonna be a lot of Barbie and Ken this weekend, right? So I thought, okay, well, recently I went and I watched the 
Taylor Swift era's concert tour with my family and it was so much fun but if you know me I have such a business set mind that the whole time that I watched the freaking three hours of concert I could not turn off my brain to analyzing how Taylor Swift has become an insane huge success so I literally wrote notes down and I thought this would be fun to talk about on the podcast because I think as well you and I know we've talked about this on the podcast before If you're not new to the podcast, something that I fully believe in is that we are so similar to the successful people out there. Their difference between them and the general public is the fact that they did it, is they went out and they figured out how to do it and they freaking put the bet on themselves and they did it. So this is what I'm going to talk about. I'm essentially, I just bullet pointed all these notes whilst I was watching the concert and I thought I'm just going to go through and like talk as I read them out and just kind of like share with you why I feel like Taylor is such an insane success because if you have the same drive, the same hunger, you want to be ultra successful one day, if you take the things that I talk about today and apply them, you will also be very successful. So let's get into it today. So my first thing that I thought about was I have a lot of imposter syndrome and I know that a lot of my listeners also have imposter syndrome. One of the things that I thought about the entire time was It is your birthright to shine. Imagine if Taylor had the insane imposter syndrome that holds us back from doing great things. Imagine if Taylor was like just a normal person, like doing normal things, not doing the things that she was born to do because of fear. So just remember that every single person has a born destiny, a destiny to shine Because if you don't go after the things that you were born to do, you could quite literally give up every part of ambition or every part of opportunity that you were supposed to be great. And one of my worst, worst fears, like truly one of my worst fears is, I don't know if you've seen like the quote or the reels or the TikToks, and it's basically like, after you live a long life and you pass over to heaven, like the person who greets you at heaven says like, oh, you lived a great life. Um, look at all the things that you did and all the things that you saw and did and loved and whatever. But if you would have made that move, if you would have done that scary thing, look at what you could have had. And again, like thinking of Taylor back when she first started her career, like who was to think that she would be this big? Like I saw an old clip of Taylor the other day of like when Kanye West stood on the stage and was like, Beyonce had the best video. Imagine if again, like she took that and was like, I'm not the best. I shouldn't do this anymore. So it is your birthright to shine. So the next point, it's okay to evolve and change. You do not have to have it all figured out. Again, Taylor's whole concert was about her eras. What's something that I struggle with that I've got so much better with is sometimes I feel like I need to have everything figured out immediately. Like I have a, I have like a vision or a goal and I'm like, okay, so how am I going to do that? What does it have to be? And I get so focused on the fine details without realizing that as you grow and as you evolve, you will blossom and grow into the big picture. But when you start something, you don't need that big picture because I can tell you right now, I bet Taylor had like dreams and goals of being on these huge stages, but I'm sure to shit, she was not sitting there while she was recording her first album being like, what outfits am I going to wear on my era's tour? 
like 10 years ago. That did not happen. You have to stay present in the moment and you have to focus on what matters right now. And in time, you will naturally grow. You will naturally evolve. If you have dreams to be an educator one day or dreams to have a product line, you don't need to stress so much about all the fine, tiny details now. You just have to write a list of what has to be done right now, get them done, And you'll still grow to the big picture. You'll still grow to the big goal. It's just right now, you can't worry about those big things because you'll literally paralyze yourself with how much fear you have to get over to get there, how much you have to do to get there. So baby steps, figure out what you need to do today or tomorrow to figure out how to get to your big goal. But don't worry about the small details about that big goal. Next one leading from that is dream fucking big. Like I don't want you to think and put yourself in a small box. One of my last episodes, I was talking about how I found some old paperwork. I'm like such a pen to paper person. I love to like write things down rather than typing them down. And I remember I found a piece of paper that was like, if I could make $500 a week, I would be the happiest person in the world. I would be so grateful universe. Like if you could gift that to me, that's all I want. I can't believe I dreamed so small. Like I easily can make $500 a day now. And that's if I wanted to work five days a week. That income is crazy. Like to think that I dreamed or dreamt so small blows me away. So again, like dream fucking big. Make sure you have that big goal. Make sure you have that big dream because if you don't have the dream, it's not gonna happen. And don't feel silly. Like there's that quote that you see that says, if your dreams, your dreams should scare you. And if they don't, they're not big enough. So always, 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 have those scary thoughts of like how big or how great your life could get. My next point today, confidence is your superpower. You have to have confidence. You have to have confidence in everything you do, whether it's having a new client come into your salon, studio, home, whether it's me sitting on a podcast episode with you, like you need to present yourself with confidence if you want to be taken seriously. And if you don't want to be taken seriously, then don't have confidence. But truly like confidence can be faked as well. Like when I first started, I definitely was not confident. Like I was so nervous to have somebody in my home. I was so nervous to like do lashes and have good retention and charge people. Like all of that was so, so scary. But if I didn't seem confident in the slightest, then people wouldn't think I was good at what I did. I faked it till I made it for such a long time. And confidence truly gets built by repetition, by doing things over and over again until you feel comfortable doing it, until you feel okay saying the things that you say to your clients. Like I truly have like little spiels that it's like either opening up to small talk or closing the sale or talking about aftercare. Like I have little things that I know can flow off my tongue really well. And that comes with confidence because I know I'm going to say it right. Whereas sometimes like if I sit down, even with podcasting, if I don't sit down and I don't feel passionate about something and I'm not prepared with notes to talk about a certain thing, like I'm not going to sit here with confidence. I need to know that I'm bringing you value and that is going to bring me confidence. So confidence is built. You have to practice on that. And if you don't have it right now, just completely fake it until you make it. My next point today, treat everybody with kindness People will show up for you and kindness will be returned to you. Everybody likes a nice person. Everybody wants to be around nice people. If you can give kindness 
to every single person who you come across, whether that be clients, whether that be other service providers, whether that be people in the general public when you're out doing errands, karma is real. Karma is real. Kindness will come back to you tenfold. And like I said, like people will show up for you. People like kind people because kindness is not guaranteed. Kindness is not something that comes from everybody. Like truly, there are some really bitter people in this world. There are some really unhappy people in this world. Kindness and happiness is truly refreshing to be around. One of my things that I always talk about in the podcast is if you want to keep clientele, your energy needs to be right. You need to be kind. You need to be happy. Like being kind, like I said, like people just want to be around you. Like it's really, that's like the most simplest one on my list today is like, you can't overthink that one. Like just be a nice person and good things will follow you. So today my next one is people love storytelling and being authentic and being vulnerable. Taylor has done insanely successful things because she storytells in her songs. Every single person feels so connected to her because they feel like they understand what's going on in her life. They feel like they know Taylor. They're like, we know our girl T Swift. Like she sings about her real things. People don't write her songs for her. And I truly believe that you can apply that in business, whether that is storytelling and telling your story on, on literally stories on Instagram stories or TikTok, making them into reels, telling your story. Like, where do you come from? When, what were you when you started your business? Like there is so much you can share with people. Again, it could be a story about kindness. It could be a story about where you come from. It could be a story about your first class. It could be a story about something great that happened with a client. Like people love stories and you'll notice it on TikTok too. If you you're a consumer, like you watch social media, I always will stop at the storytelling TikToks. For instance, there was this TikTok the other day and it was this guy and he was talking about how he had like this spiritual soul journey of he moved from Canada to New York City. He went to a coffee shop and he was in there and he felt so drawn to this woman. And this woman was like 70 years old and he's in his like late 20s and he felt like he needed to talk to her. And essentially she sat down next to him and was like, I felt like I needed to talk to you. And they started talking about the journey of souls and like past lives and all these things. And she basically was like, I, you aren't from here. Like you're starting something new. Told him like so many things about himself, whether that is she was a psychic or an energy reader or she can understand past lives or whatever it may be that tiktok was five minutes long and i sat and i listened to every single minute so storytelling really does sell because it sells you on the emotion you take the audience or your listener your watcher whatever it may be through the emotions of the story for them to feel like they were there and again if you're vulnerable Again, like you're showing that raw emotion. You're showing people what it's like to be in your shoes and people can really connect with emotion like that. My next point today is she knows what her customers want. She knows what the Swifties want, okay? Taylor wrote a 10-minute song. She performed a 10-minute song in her concert. Now, I probably should have prefaced this or prefaced this with at the beginning talking about how I enjoy some of Taylor's songs, but I'm not like a huge intense Swifty. And if you are a Swifty, please don't take that as an insult. I listen to like house music, very like EDM, uplifting, up like a good beat to it, puts me in a good mood. When I left Taylor's concert or like the screening for the, the show, 
I felt so low and so down because I felt like I just went through like eight breakups, which is why I don't always listen to Taylor's stuff because I find that it like doesn't uplift me, but it's so moving and emotional. And I appreciate her as a songwriter and a singer. Like she's so talented and I appreciate that about her, but she knows what her customers want. And one of those things were writing a 10 minute song. Like I think if someone normal were to come out with a 10 minute song, people would be like, holy, like this is kind of long, but she listens to the Swifties. She knows what the Swifties want. She tells her stories like how her last producer like took away her rights and money and things like that. So she she's come out with like all of the same songs, but Taylor's version and everyone's living for it. Like everyone's acting like this is like a brand new release when it's not. It's like the same stuff that we've already heard, but everyone's going crazy about it. So again, like to apply this to business, what are your clients asking you for? Are your clients saying like, would you ever learn how to do brow lamination? Or have you ever thought about adding lash baths to your service? Or have you ever thought about doing strip lash looks? I really love those angel sets. If your clients are asking you for something, do it. Literally do it. They're already asking you for it. So you're going to be successful if you deliver those things. It shows that they're already interested rather than you sitting at home being like, I really enjoy brow lamination. I wonder if I should learn how to do it and offer it to my clients. If you don't know if that's what your clients want, why invest the money and risk it? Put out a story with a little quiz or a poll on your stories on social media. Talk to your clients when they're in the studio. Like ask them things like, what are you looking for? would you be happy to come to me for brow waxes or a brow lamination? Like, do you, have you seen the new trend for angel lashes and things like that? My last point today is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to not do well at something. It's okay to be bad at something. Like I was just talking about this with my niece and she was saying that when she first started basketball, she wasn't very good and she didn't like that she wasn't very good. And we were like, you have to be bad at it to start. You can't be good at everything you start, okay? Like I've talked about this before, like just starting my YouTube channel, like these videos are probably not gonna be the best quality until I master and until I figure out how to improve on certain things. My audio, I'm literally talking into another iPhone so that I can get good audio. Like I don't have a professional microphone, but I know that what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. And I know over time I'm going to learn. And as long as I implement the things that I learn from, as long as I can assess where I failed and restructure that into a positive and what I can do better next time. So I don't fail again. Failure is a great thing. Again, like if you want to offer something new and you provide it for your clients, but they never really asked you about it. They never really told you that they wanted that. And then it kind of flops. How can you change that? How can you make it better? How can you pivot from that? How can you make it into a success? Because sometimes you just have to like sit, clear your mind and think about like, how can I make this even better next time? For instance, example for you. I started another business called Not Roses. It's K. N-O-T, roses. And it's uh, faux florals and they're arches for like wedding ceremonies, bachelorettes, um, birthday parties, bridal showers, baby showers, like all the above. And I created two packages and I thought, that's it. That's perfect. That's what's going to work. These prices are great. That's what's going to work for everybody. And I have posted all my stories and that's kind of like what I have out there for potential customers and clients to see. And as I've been chatting with a few brides and like I'm a bride next year, but 
as I'm chatting with a few brides, I'm starting to realize that it's the package that I created isn't going to be the best. It's not going to work for them. So now again, like it's not a failure. I have a few people who are trying to book and I'm going to honor those prices because I'm learning and I'm growing. And it's not that I'm failing at it. It's not that I'm doing awful at it. It's just that I'm new at this. I'm not a wedding coordinator. I'm not a wedding planner. I'm not a florist. Like I don't know what I'm doing. But with that, like as long as I'm learning from this and as long as I'm growing from this, that's all that matters. Like today I sat and I FaceTimed my mom and I was like, okay, this isn't working like this. I just need someone to bounce some ideas off so I can figure out like how to make this better, how I can make this like the most efficient and effective for me as the owner and also for my clients and brides. So again, like if you ever need someone to talk to, you ever need to bounce an idea off somebody, please send me a DM. Like I'm so happy to chat with you, but I'm going to wrap this episode up here. Happy Halloween. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be, if you leave a rating or a thumbs up or a comment, share it on your stories. I appreciate you so much. So thank you so much. Happy Friday, pre-weekend vibes. I hope you have the best freaking weekend and I will see you next Friday at Lashy Hour. Bye.